You're listening to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. Welcome back to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. My name is Brett. I'm Josh. Alex. This is episode 66. 60 execute orders. I was just... 66. I was going to say it better than that. Oh, do it. I can't now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was actually looking up the number 66 today. Yeah. Uh, slow day at work. And I was just like, man, like the only other thing that would be interesting or remotely interesting is that's how many laps are in the Spanish Grand Prix. 66 laps. Wow. Oh. Does, it, does it count as a palindrome if there's only two letters or two numbers? I don't even know what that means. Palindrome is the same forward and backwards. Uh, oh, I don't know. So like episode 101 would be a palindrome. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you know we had a palindrome the other day? Well, Yesterday, the, this I think, whole right? Week, this whole week is a palindrome week. Is it this whole? Yeah, you're the, right. For the be, date. Yeah, what, for what the you, date. What are you talking about? It's 7 of 12, 17 is the same forward and backwards. Okay. Yeah, palindrome. That was the same with seven. That was yesterday too. Seven one 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 seven. Correct. Yes. So, and it'll be the yeah. You're right. It'll be the same this entire week. I'm I'm just being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. we can jump right in. We got a lot to cover today. Yeah, we do. We, do. Yeah, we, we may do. not get to all of it. If not, we'll do it next week. No, but uh, uh, do you want to go over our weekend or just jump into playing and watching? Because a lot of our weekend is playing and watching. Yeah, I think so. We can do that. Yeah, just jump into playing and watching. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? Or do you want to? Sure. Okay. Um, so I finished the ranch. Nice. Now, tell me again the problem you had. The ending was shoehorned. Like, suddenly it just cut. Well, I'll, I don't know if I would choose the word shoehorned. What I did think is that they needed something to have a cliffhanger. Right. And so they just picked that. I didn't like it. You know? Um, I'm not really surprised. It didn't really surprise me that they chose that as right. the the thing to make the cliffhanger about. But I mean, how long is this? This show's been out for a month. Can we? Do nope. you want to say? I don't think that you should do a spoiler. Nah, let's not do it. I think it's a little too early. I don't like the fact that you put my microphone so far down. Well, people want to see your face. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were doing soda testing, all of our faces were practically blocked see, with our that, microphones. That's better. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like like this far away from the mic when I when I had it down. All right, right. So. um yeah, I mean, you did you see the ending of the ranch? No, you didn't watch it. Okay, nope. I was probably asleep when you were watching it. Yeah, it, it was. It just felt wrong. You know, it didn't feel like a good ending. Like the end of season two or part two and the end of part one were were fine. They were good. They were yeah, good yeah. endings. This one just felt like let's just pick something real quick because we can't think of anything else. Right. But I mean, it's fine. I mean, I know for sure they'll probably have a fourth. Oh. Most definitely. I mean, did you did you look into if Danny Masterson is producing it? I did. I I he. Let's see. Oh, now I can't remember. I think he. <laughs> I think he is a producer. He may not be an executive producer. Ashton Kush, Kutcher is an executive producer. <laughs> is his last name hard to say for you too? I guess so. I <laughs> never thought it was before. Ashton but Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. Ashton is an executive producer. He's actually credited as the first executive producer. Well, and I'm pretty sure Danny is a producer as well, and I think Sam Elliott is too. Do you remember I might him? Be wrong on that part. Though. Do you remember uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher being like the guy who basically broke Twitter or whatever? Like he had the most followers. 
No, I no. thought uh, I thought uh, Bieber did for a while. Now Katy Perry has the most followers. Well, Ashton Kutcher is the one who brought Twitter like to its mainstream. Oh, okay. I think because Twitter was kind of just dangling there. It's when MySpace was still a thing, yeah. and, like practically towards the end of MySpace's uh, lifespan. And I mean, it's still around, but <laughs> uh, but yes, you are right. He uh, produced. Uh, he co-executive produced twenty episodes and executive produced six episodes of another, like different different episodes of the series of mm-hmm. parts of the mm-hmm. series. So, but yeah, uh, Ashton Kutcher was the one who had like so many followers. Like he's, I think he was the first one to hit a million okay i mean don't quote me on that i'm i it's it was this was almost 10 years ago so yeah um bieber got to 80 million and i now i think uh, katie perry has got like 90 some million speaking of speaking of record breaking gungdom style is no longer the top played video on youtube anymore okay it's a music video to uh do you remember the artist i just had it in my head and oh my god that is gone I think it's 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 Wiz Khalifa. I think. Well, let me look. That up. <laughs> like now, it was a big thing because back when um, Gangnam Style came out, which was like when we were living in Chicago, so at yeah, least 2010, 11, probably around then. And I just remember it being like it broke like a billion plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sitting at two point five billion or yeah. something. And I remember that being such a big thing. And from then nobody has beaten that and then until now yeah. i believe oh my gosh i know the song you could probably easily oh you've heard it i when they when they announced it and i had i, I heard the uh the title which honestly i can't remember you can just easily google it but that's okay let's move on from there and you can just tell us afterwards okay. uh what else re- re- records will come into one of my topics later oh okay good um save that till till then alex uh why don't you go ahead and what's your problem with jumanji and <laughs> johnson here okay First you, of all, uh, sorry, you were right. I have it. it was, it's Wiz Khalifa. See you again. Okay. Um, wait, wait. See you again. Is that the the Fast and Furious Seven song with yes. Charlie, uh, yeah. Charlie Puth? Yes. It's because it's about Paul Walker. Oh well, it has now topped Game yeah. of Style. You know what song that is, right? I I, I don't so. care enough. It's it's slow, it's about isn't Paul it? Paul Walker. Oh, no, no, no. Song, I right? liked Paul Walker. Well, Charlie Puth did his own version that is all you know. His name on is the funny. piano, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they added. So Wiz Khalifa did a. Uh, he added some slow rap to it, and it's oh, it's a okay. It's a nice song, but it'll. I'm pretty sure I've heard of once it. Once you realize what it's about, you know, no, it's pretty sad. I liked I liked Paul Walker. I actually liked his non Fast and Furious movies. I liked Running Scared, and I liked uh, Joyride. Those were great. Yeah. Um, and also, he's also in uh, She's All That. Yeah, he was the asshole. Varsity Blues. Uh, I barely remember Varsity Blues. I only remember James Vanderbeek and uh, the chick. Um, can't remember her name. Amy Smart. Yeah, <laughs> Amy Smart. Well, well, Amy Smart was his girlfriend in that. She wasn't, right. She wasn't the cheerleader. Allie Larder was a cheerleader. Allie Larder. That was the other one. Yeah. And she, then um, what Scott to her? Scott Kahn is in that too. What happened to Allie Larder? Like she hasn't been anything since like Final Destination. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, and Ron Lester. Who is not with us anymore? Oh yeah, that's right. He died last year. Yep. Yep. And uh, we started doing the uh, not another team movie quotes. Yes. <laughs> Can he play? <laughs> Scott Con though he's funny. Uh, okay, so Jumanji. Uh, the trailer <laughs> came, trailer came out two weeks ago. Uh, well, at least the the extended trailer. And I watched it. I thought it, I thought good. It yep. might be good because yep. Kevin Hart and Jack Black. They are they're they're still pretty funny. Yeah. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing a, a a nerd might be good, but here's my beef with the Rock. 
And of course, I have a lot of beef, and and all of our listeners can be well, like, man, let's he say hates this. him. You hate him first before any of this Jumanji stuff happens. Right, right. And I'll tell you why. This is another reason why I'm going to hate him. Okay. Why? If you want to reboot a series or sequel a series that hasn't been sequeled in over 10 years, you put The Rock in it. Okay. I'm going to give you a list of oh, all these movies. He's actually well, ready to fire back this time. Before you fire the list, realize that he has his own production company, and okay. I think he produces a lot of these remakes that he's... Okay. Hit. I'm going to start with the beginning of his career. Okay. okay. Walking Tall was a remake. Right. Okay. The Scorpion King was a sequel to a remake. Yes. Get Smart was a remake for a TV show. Yes. Fast and Furious franchise was floundering. They put him in on Fast Five. Yes. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it was floundering because four, Fast and Furious was kind of the reboot. Yeah, the fourth one just didn't hit audiences very well. It didn't. It didn't really, you know, I don't know. If, well, I guess one could, but... You're really going to fire up with the second one there. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then he went in five, six, seven, and eight. It didn't become a series again until five came. Right. And it made a billion dollars. So <laughs> like, okay, let's keep going. And and I'm gonna I want to talk about Fast and Furious after this real quick as well. Um, then he did a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth, uh-huh. Journey to the Mysterious Island. That is a sequel to a movie from the '90s, I think, even uh-huh. maybe even or later than that. And he's been rumored for a, the third one journey three. I don't, I didn't look at the, the sub, the subplot of that Hercules remake of uh-huh. so many other Hercules movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baywatch is a remake for a TV show. Right. <laughs> uh, Jumanji remake slash sequel. Right. So, and then this other one is a rumor and this might get some people fired up. It's rumored that he's going to be the main star of big trouble in little China, okay. hmm. which was uh Patrick Swayze, I believe or Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, the, the one thing I wanted to touch on, Fast and the Furious, um, this is the only series I can think, other than a horror franchise, that has gone beyond six or seven. Okay. And it's kind of crazy that you can think about an action series going on this long. I mean, they yeah. stopped Die Hard at five. That's probably the most of that one, I think. Yeah. Alien, that's kind of horror-ish. Horror yeah, it's action-ish. more sci-fi. Horror. Yeah, it's more sci-fi than action. But uh, yeah, that's my touch on that. Like Fast they, and the Furious is doing something right. I'm not saying they're doing like it's wrong. They have been because it makes a billion dollars <laughs> every time it comes out. I just don't know why. I mean, I, I've ne- I it's didn't. It's not see eight. for the story. It's that's not for the story. It's just because it's now, beautiful cars get blown up. <laughs> think about this. Now you got people who were in it, and then this terrible thing happened up about you know to Paul, mm-hmm. and so they think. They are part of this family that makes these movies. Mm. If you're a fan of the movies, a fan of, of Vin and Michelle and Dwayne and all of them, mm-hmm. Tyrese, you know, Chris Bridges, you're part of that because you were with them, fans of them, yeah. during this terrible time. Right, right. So I'm just saying, like, that's that's crazy that you think of an action uh, series going on this long. If there's another one, please let me know that's gone on this long. And yeah. they're probably doing a ninth one, right? Oh, yeah, they're making I'm money. When are sure. they going to stop? When it stops making money. When it stops making money. Gosh. When it either stops making money or I would even say when the cast decides they don't want to do it anymore, but most likely they would find a new cast. Right, or because I mean, that's what they did with the third one, Tokyo Drift. Correct. They had a completely well, different cast. That At that point, it was... I don't, I don't know the specifics, specifics obviously, but right. I would think that it did not do as well. And they're like, well, we got to get the original cast back. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm just saying like uh, the beef I have with the rock is that he seems to just shoehorn himself into franchises. 
Yeah. And it bothers me. But that's if if that works with him and that's how his career is going to build, that's fine. But I have a beef with it personally. If if his production company decides to take on these franchises to make a movie that he's going to be in because he's a big box office draw, I can't really blame right. him for that. But when you look at The Rock's previous films like before all of these they were not good like the no. rundown and walking tall didn't do very well either i liked the rundown and walking tall now right. maybe biased because the rock has always even though i'm not a wrestling fan now the rock was always my favorite alex you're entertaining me you are going back and forth with your <laughs> <laughs> would you care to weigh in on this Anything i just you... want to talk about jumanji <laughs> okay well we can talk about jumanji i just want to like and you're done and you're done. And the next thing, go I'll, ahead about Jumanji. Yeah. I I thought it looked good. It or, looks no, funny. I don't, I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I will but. tell you my first reaction. Josh clicked on the trailer, and it came up the uh, this trailer contains blah, like something something. You know, like the the warning beforehand. Warnings. And I go, I already don't want to see it, <laughs> just because I I saw that they're remaking Jumanji. Yeah. Because you know that '90s kid in me is like, no, well, Robin Alex, Williams all hold the way. On. Let, me, let me let me say one thing. They've actually already sequeled Jumanji, Zathura. Okay. Was a spiritual successor to Jumanji. That's when they were in space. Yeah. Either yeah. way, like that was my very first reaction. I was laying on the couch and jo- Josh clicks on it. And I'm like, and it said this preview has been blah blah blah. And I'm like, I, I already don't like it. <laughs> and then I watched the trailer. Yeah. And I kind of want to see it. Isn't there? <laughs> it nods, looks funny. Nods to Robin Williams' character. I didn't Alan s- in the movie. I didn't I see no anything idea. in the trailer. No, not in the trailer, but I thought I read that they, they better like, they like stumble upon where he where he lived. is. Oh my god, that would be so cool! You I just gave so. me like some chills. But like, the fact so that it's cool. a video game over a board game does that bother you, Alex? It kind of bothered you from the beginning. It did at first, but the more I see, goes with the times. it goes with the times. Right. I mean, they were but video it is games an old system. Like it looks like some really old jankety system from the seventies. Like, like, like it pretty much says nobody plays board games anymore. Let's not make a movie about a board game. Bullshit. I'll well, play a board game all day. In nineteen ninety five, I am almost thirty. <laughs> were video games nineteen ninety five? I know, but board games was the thing. I yeah, agree. but it was also you know they got it in the sixties. I know. I can found it in the 60s. I can name more board games that came out in the 90s than anything. I mean, just look at like Mousetrap, Don't Wake Daddy, uh, Perfection, those kind of kids games. Did you ever play 13 Dead End Drive? No, but I heard that was interesting. Yeah, it was like a pop-up. Like once you build it, you couldn't take it down. (laughs) (laughs) Like Mousetrap. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you lost a piece to Mousetrap, you Yeah, then the the game is over after that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, Anyway, so Jumanji, Josh, you want to see it or yes or no? Uh, I'll wait till... I actually might wait till reviews. I'm on the border of... Either it, this is another one where I probably actually wait for a review. Right. I've, I've kind of started taking your consideration as in like not watching watch a watch or not watching a review before I see it. Like for instance, we did not watch the the review before seeing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I did actually. F- screw you. Um, <laughs> and I think this is one where I'm like, Whoops. should I go see it? Should I not go see it? And I think I'm going to wait for the review on this one to kind of tell me should I go see it in theater or should I wait to red box it. I don't know thing. if I'll go go see it or just wait to to rent it right i mean it's, right it's, now i'm leaning towards renting it right at least I, renting it but i i, I kind of I, either way i want to see it i'm yeah. optimistic yes okay let's go with uh let's get gbof out of the way great balls, great of, balls fire. of fire wwe i'm gonna probably I'm gonna, the worst name you pull ever. up the card i'll pull up the card so we can get some we're not gonna go through all of them because i know no, Brett i just wanted to talk about bore the big, you with some of the details the big points that um we you want to talk about the pre-show the fact that they had a title match on the pre-show. 
that's really the only thing to say about yeah, it. Yeah, they had the cruiserweight title match on the pre-show. Not a lot. Of, not everybody watches the I think, pre-show. I know, but I think that's probably why they had it on the pre-show. Maybe they saw that they were losing viewers for the pre-show, and they said, "Hey, let's do a title match before the show to get more viewers." I want to say one thing, Brett, and this this might this might be really interesting to you. The, the before this was called Great Balls of Fire, it replaced Bad Blood. Okay. Do you remember that pay-per-view? No. You remember Bad Blood? It was a raw pay-per-view normally. Um, but they they replaced it with this name, Great Balls of Fire, because Vince McMahon has a hard on for the seventies and sixties. <laughs> like the the what they was it the drive in theaters or whatever? Like that's kind of what they were promoing promoing okay. on this. I've never seen so much blood in a pay per view. There's there in this a lot generation. Of blood. Like, a lot of blood. Like, Nothing meant but one person. One person was meant one, to bleed. One one person was you could tell you knew it was set up to be fake. Uh-huh. All the other ones were accidental and were I thought they weren't supposed to get color. That's what I thought, unless they they're taming that up. Or that's not taming untaming that, I guess. That's what <laughs> Steve taming Austin that up. calls it. Well, right. Um, color. So so uh I wanna start off with just a couple of matches. Let's do you do you wanna pass on a few of them? Like Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Meh. Fine. Eh. Big Cass and Enzo, they made this em- emotional roller coaster with these guys, and it just turned out to be a I slaughter just, It fest. was more of a, a, you saw it coming. Right. Kind of I, thing. I, I was hoping for a little bit of offense on Enzo On Amore. Enzo? No. I, just, I knew that that was just going to be a shit match. It was, eh, it's over and done with. Was this the Lesnar and yes. Samoa Joe? Yep, yeah. sure was. We'll get into that, too. Just a very slight... Um, but this other one that we uh, we might touch on just a little bit more than than our usual is Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys. Holy crap! That was a good match. That was intense. Very, Very good intense. match. So that was an Iron Man match. Yes, thirty minute Iron Man match, which they probably could have gone forty five minutes. The ending was bullshit. Yeah, of course. As We're usual, gonna, as ending fans, is bullshit. As fans will say, the ending was bullshit. But holy cow, did Matt Hardy bleed! It was we, like at the very end. I thought like maybe he got his jaw broken or something. He was like doing this whole like. Yeah, he was moving his jaw around. Like, it gash. looked like it was, like, almost off the hinge. <laughs> the gash on his eyebrow was at least an inch. Like, it, was, it was, like, it was right there. <laughs> like, he, he sat up from the mat, and it just, like, poured out of his face. Well, yeah. you're, you know, from your forehead, your, you know, Anything cheeks, up here is going it, to bleed. It bleeds like a mother. Right, right. Especially if your adrenaline's running. That's where yeah. all the blood's but going. But I think yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't until, uh, she, I think Seamus grabbed him. And it like a whole, and his face went into his arm, and Seamus had let go, and we're like, "Oh my god, is Seamus bleeding?" And we just saw like this huge. Blood. I thought it was Cesaro that had it, or maybe it was Cesaro. It was one of them, and <laughs> it, it, I don't remember who it was. I just remember a big arm that was the opposite, the, you know, opposite team, and it just had like this big smear. And then we looked up and we're like, "Oh my god, Matt's like That's cut open." Dangerous. <laughs> they actually did a close up of Matt Hardy's face. They're trying to avoid the blood, but I but what they're trying to play on here with Matt Hardy, I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping they're going this route in TNA. Uh, which was the opposite yes. of WWE to the people who don't know, um, he was portraying this character called Broken Matt, mm-hmm. where he was insane. And they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna, pushing it. They're pushing they're it pushing towards it. that because the way he's been looking lately and the way he's been acting, if they don't do this, what the fuck are they I doing? Know, I know. It's, it's the only thing that Matt Hardy has going for him now mm-hmm. because V1, woohoo, didn't really work. <laughs> Um, so that one was uh, that one was pretty it was interesting. A good, it match. was a good match, other than the ending, it sucked. Right. Um, I'm gonna skip on Sasha Banks and Alexa. That wasn't that good. I, well, her arm. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> so Alexa pulled. Oh, this, and she bled uh, too. 
And she bled too. A woman bled. <laughs> Women uh, don't normally bleed on wrestling. A, a woman bleeds. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they um, protect them pretty well. The only person you I think should have bled during their entire career so far is Sasha Banks because she gets beat. She, the hell she gets beat the up. shit out of. Um, no, so Brett. Alexa Bliss is double jointed in her elbow <laughs> and she was able to like do this to it looked like her elbow went like it bent backwards like she got up from the mat we and it was like, like it was like <gasps> doing this Gross. And it looked like she had her broken her arm because it was like all twisted and everybody was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> and, and she was playing she, possum she, she faked it and then you know obviously someone came up like sasha came up to her she just you know rammed her bang, like but it was, it was a big like are you serious? Even like the ref was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but at the end, it looks they, so gross. <laughs> at, at, uh, Sasha Banks won via count out, but that means that she doesn't get the title. So as, as, uh, as Alexa bliss was walking off, Sasha Banks ran up to the stage and they were fighting up there and, and throwing each other. They freaking threw each other off the freaking stage, and she was just bleeding right. Like I, I don't know face. if it was the nose it, or mouth. It looked like the side of her mouth. Just, but it was weird. I've never seen. We're like, and that's number two. Yeah, <laughs> um, the Miz versus Dean Ambrose throwaway match. This is all right. If if we see another match with them, I don't know what's going to happen. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns ambulance match ambulance that's match. where the blood came that in. was a lot of that but that was fake blood but i mean they kind of they kind of did a stone cold steve austin thing mm-hmm. where they had something happen backstage with this ambulance where roman reigns backed the ambulance up into a semi-truck with, or trailer with braun Strowman, with braun in, the Strowman back. in the back and it like, and it like accordion style yeah okay. it was but nuts the camera angles fuck this up to make it like like cinematic. You know that it's fake. Yeah. Cinematic. <laughs> they put a damn camera angle on the uh, on the damn. That's not all. Semi. That's that not they all. Were backing up into. Who puts a camera there before backing up into it? While this was happening, they had a throwaway match going on, oh and my they god. didn't air it. <laughs> oh my god! So this this backstage was going on for so long, and then they had who who came out? Heath Slater versus Kurt Hawkins, and they came out like. Uh, all of a sudden, there's like, all right, the, this match, like, this was a throwaway match completely, because everybody was standing up and looking at the. Uh, nobody was even. Watching. No one gave a watching. shit. Of, and how does that make them they, feel? I, they even came out and were like, "Well, I guess we're fighting." Like they kind of were like, "Okay, I guess." Like they even looked super confused. They're like, "All right, let's start throwing punches." Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. Sorry, Are you my, kicking something? No, my chair is rubbing up against okay. the, the thingy. Um, <laughs> and I was like, they're really going to do this? They aired maybe 30 seconds of it. And the, then, then and suddenly then, you hear the bell ring. While they're, while they're in the back, they're, they're shooting, like they're airing what's happening on in the back. And you just hear, and the winner of this match is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, are you serious? That was pointless. It That's going to make them feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And hey guys, uh, let's go ahead and uh, this is taking a Alex, bit longer. Let's their, go do a match. Their match was two <laughs> minutes long. Yes, the was- shortest <laughs> match of the night, and they didn't even air it. No, didn't even air oh, it. Oh, it was horrible. And then uh, finally, the main event: Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. It was a good match. Um, this match was six and a half minutes long. It seemed longer than that. It did because it was very slow. Um, it was very one-sided with Samoa Joe choking him out every now and then, but it ended in one F5 and Brock Lesnar winning. Yes. But it, it, I will give it to him. It was a good it match. It made Brock Lesnar look weak, and it was it needed. It was it needed. Did. I, did ag- I do agree with that. I, I liked seeing that. But I'm, but what I tweeted out was, okay, great, Brock Lesnar win. We're not going to see that title defended until WrestleMania because that's how often he defends it, right? Yeah. Probably. Well, it, he'll probably defend it at SummerSlam. Hopefully lose it. 
honestly, I feel like we should do an, uh, a repeat of Samoa Joe and um, like a rematch with Samoa Joe. Well, and, we'll uh, see. Brock we'll Lesnar. see. the The card. Uh, the card has that was, to be it filled. was a good. It's a good. Uh, it was a good matchup. Good rival. I yeah, think. but but it didn't show much. And and what I it's two big guys fighting each other. It's I, not going to be flips and shit. Right. Uh, and actually, it was pretty cool because the match didn't even start, and Samoa Joe threw him through a table. Yes, that was awesome. That was that awesome. was a good beginning. I mean, Goldberg did that before at WrestleMania, and we kind of got that same thing. Like I've seen people posting on Twitter and everything saying, "Oh, we got a repeat of WrestleMania with Samoa Joe doing the same <laughs> the thing." The look on Brock's face, though, when he sat up, he's like fucking kidding me <laughs> i don't know so it was, it was, it was, good it was match, a good though. match i didn't like the outcome because i don't i want to see the title defended more that's my yes. thing that's yeah. my thing i don't like it being portrayed as a a uh, prestigious title where i mean you see the most prestigious title now and i'm going to agree with uh, a lot of people who, who are stating this is the intercontinental title Mm-hmm. That is one where people you like, I want to see this defended. Everything else is just like, how many more women are going to win that the women's title match? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's two titles, and you see, I don't even know who's champion on SmackDown. Is it still Naomi? I believe so. Yeah. I, I don't worry. I don't know. I but uh, we're going to move on from Great Balls of Fire. That It was a good, good it pay-per-view. Was, it was definitely better than our last pay-per-view. Uh, which was extreme. No. Uh, what was the last one? There's some. I Who cares? <laughs> like, it's done and gone. It's over with. I, it, it was one we of those. We watch them as they as they air. <laughs> uh, Money in the bank. That's what it was. Oh, Money in the bank. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, so moving on from there. Say your piece about Spider Man. Okay. Ooh, yes. Okay. Um. Well, going on with playing and watching still. Did, um. We went and saw Spider Man on Sunday. And Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming to be well. Who's what other Spider Man is out right now? For going back and listening to this like years oh down yeah the road. right 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 um alex your impression or do you want me to go first i liked it i liked it too i, I liked, liked it. it a lot i was very accepting to a new spider-man in my life there was there was a really good really good tense part at the end that you just don't you just don't think mm-hmm. is gonna be that that great but holy cow really good. i I will tell you the good things about it, and the, uh, without spoiling it for you, the good things that I liked is that they portray him as a very young Spider-Man, up and coming, not knowing what to do yes, kind of guy, like well, from scratch. He looks like a kid, and and what he's what fifteen I, in the movie. Yeah. And what I watched on the uh, on on YouTube, I don't remember what channel uh, I was watching, but they were talking about how they wanted to portray this Spider-Man as a completely different version than we've already seen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have spider sense. He doesn't really mm-hmm. have all the all the know-it-all and everything. He's not that witty. He's there's, very nervous about doing what a, he's doing. There, but you also have, what I really liked, uh, the, probably the best part of the movie for me that really put it, at, like, that kind of got me, mm-hmm. um, is, is towards the end where he is kind of in peril. Oh, yeah. When oh yeah he's stuck that's yeah. all i'm gonna say is he's stuck and he's not in you his head you it. you feel him he's not spider-man anymore he is a 15 year old kid and it's like you you realize he's not you you he's really got to bring his power into his head like from his heart like he's got to trust in himself that he has these kind of powers and it's like you he, you're learning how he doesn't he's have his learning. training wheels on anymore it's like him becoming Spider-Man at that point. You remember in Spider-Man 2 when he's on the subway mm-hmm. and they like put him down and he doesn't have his mask. He's like, the people of New York were like, he's just a kid. 
Yes, you know? but he didn't feel like a it kid. Did, he yeah, did he not feel like older. a kid. Tobey Maguire did not feel like a kid. I I liked so far. I've liked every Spider Man. I even liked um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew I Garfield liked him. was a little. He was a little off. I think he was a little more arrogant than, yeah. he, than needed. And then versus uh, Tom Holland. Tom is Holland now. is amazing. He's, he's the amazing Spider Man. He's actually 21 years old. So. I was going to look that really? up. I was like, he man, he plays a really good young younger. kid. Wow. <laughs> I thought he was probably 18. When I looked Did you it up know, um, my mom told me this earlier, that um, I think it was my mom, Tony, St- or Tony Stark, oh my God. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Jr. was the one that casted him. I hope so. So he was the one, that I guess, that, that actually said, this is who's going to play him. And I also read something else on Robert Downey Jr. He says that he will be Iron Man for as long as he's needed. He doesn't I'm want to overextend sure his say, that he will. but he's making so much money. He Every is time. making, he's set for life. He's the highest paid Marvel actor, I'm sure. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought, we need, to, we need to stay on Spider-Man. We can't keep tangenting off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone's probably wondering good, what you're, good um, I disagree. Very realistic villain. I disagree. What the fuck? I did not like him. You didn't like Vulture? Nope. Wow. I, I didn't good. feel I wasn't scared at all. I was scared. I wasn't. I was scared. He had he he played the blue collar man. He played the man. The the, the working the working class hero. I, I, I get that part of it, but lately, like even with Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman, just like I said with that movie, I'm losing all right, so I don't have superhero fatigue. I like have I'm villain getting, fatigue. You can like I'm waiting for villain. this like like I'm waiting for Thanos. You're, wait, you're waiting for Thanos. Is what I'm waiting for. And we still don't know who the villain is for Thor. That's true. That's coming out this fall. Um. Anyways, I like the movie. I give it an eight. For me, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight point five out of ten. I'm gonna say that the Vulture felt a lot better than Lizard, and uh, the Shocker from Amazing Spider-Man Two. I like Shocker. I know, like Jamie yeah, Foxx's yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to say he's better. He felt more realistic. More. It. It felt kind of like a Batman villain. You know, mm. kind of like I did. Like, um, I want to point out too. There was uh, quite a bit of Easter eggs in there. A lot. And I feel like even you as got a, a lot. Of them. I got a lot of them. Made me happy, and I didn't have to sit back and go, well, "What did I miss this time?" Brett, you get a lot of them. If If you see this, and we talk about this next week, I've got a, I've got a few questions for you. Yes, that, I would that, like yeah. I would like you to see it so we can talk more <laughs> in depth about it. But uh, uh, yeah, good movie. I I, I want to say I, this is one that I think I would like to watch again. It makes me excited to see where he's going. Right. Like right. and get pushed into. I wonder when they're coming out with the next one. I don't. I didn't look. Well, probably nineteen or twenty. <laughs> oh, and I just I have yeah. to point out in this real quick, and Brett, you're gonna you'll you'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. But Captain America is in it. Oh my god, he's so funny. And it's it, he's not he's in it, but he's not in it, and you'll know what that means when you see it. But just you have to stay for the end mm. because they just they make a crack at at waiting for the end of every Marvel movie and how <laughs> many movies they've had and how many movies they've had like it's so they're it's, making fun of themselves it's self-aware it's, it's perfect That's it's cool. it's yep. hilarious and yep. you, you'll you'll like it I almost kind of want to go and see the movie with you <laughs> so so the uh, the next movie we want to talk about is life like, we watched this on Saturday night this was a movie Alex and I were we had a weekend where we're like, okay, we can relax. And, and uh, Brett, you're like, what are you doing? I was like, we're going to just hang out, watch a movie. And it turned out that Alex picked a movie that is not very settling, not very calm at all. <laughs> this was a film where I'm just sitting there like, 
I can't relax. I am I am intense right now. There was actually parts where we had to turn away. Yeah, like well, it was, you did. Well, I put the blanket over. And I was just like, one. oh god, that's very grotesque. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. <laughs> um, I just want to say, are you going to watch this movie? Probably not. Okay. Um, when th- there's a point in this film where you do you do you remember the trailers where they no. Uh, okay, you'll re- you'll remember the trailer if, if if I explain it to you. They're on a spaceship up in space, um, and there's where else is a spaceship? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you guys! Um, this scientist guy has got his hands in 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 this in this uh, little box, and there's a little uh, white wormy thing, and then it like grabs his glove and pulls him and stuff, and then they're try- they're yelling back and forth, like, get get him out of there, things like that, and then it's it goes into peril because this alien thing gets loose like they find life they're like we're looking at like the first uh single cellular organism something ever discovered blah 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 and then it, they get so excited and they think that this is a good thing and then it like takes over the ship yeah okay. so like you, alien kind of very like much alien. like alien very much like but it does have a different story oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it's, it is a good i i will rate it uh, as a good original kind of story like God. it's it's good i liked it but it is messed up <laughs> uh, can we can we kind of spoil it a little bit i mean it's i mean it came out this year um when was it released i think it was in it just March says 2000 uh march okay is when it was so eh, so little, if little you guys don't want to hear about this skip ahead a couple minutes if you're wa- if you're listening or watching youtube uh like you're live streaming it uh for uh for uh exploded Dead, just uh <laughs> close your ears for like two <laughs> minutes ryan reynolds death was fucking terrible holy shit so this creature looks like a flower like it looks a plant like a nice uh, like a pretty nice like it, it starts off like this tiny little wormy plant yep like you kind of just want to oh then it gets like the strength of a superhuman like it's fucking like it it breaks this this guy's hand the guy that was touching him it like wraps, wraps around, around his around hand just and just like it. breaks his hand and it becomes very <laughs> self-aware and knows what to do so ryan reynolds goes in and tries to save this guy they're and in this lab it. and kill it the thing goes into his mouth and you just see blood coming out and it's just so disgusting. Like he, you could tell that he like kind of like it, it grabs onto his face and like a tentacle. And he's trying to he's trying to he's pull, trying to it, pull back. it back but it just like gets into his mouth and then you could he try, you, you his eyes get all bloodshot and he kind of like hunkers down like he knows oh I'm fucked and then just Blech. like blood starts coming out and they're in space so like it's floating everywhere and <laughs> it's oh, so gross it's so bad then of course then it comes out afterwards after it's eaten everything the deaths oh. of all these crew members like the 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 captain the captain who's in the space the space suit she died from coolant oh coolant leaked she into drowned her, into her suit on oh, the outside it's turning my stomach it, and she inhaled it and oh. then oh it's just it was difficult to watch. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And it's it had, a really intense movie. Like I, I mean, I would probably give it a six. I'm on the same level. Yeah. I would give it a. I would six. give it a six. Flat it's not six. horrible. It's okay. I'm not gonna be. I'm. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm say, not gonna go and watch it again. <laughs> no, I'll never see it again. This is a movie that I wouldn't even want to recommend to a lot of people if they can't handle gore. If like you this. like sci-fi space movies, it's a good. It would probably a good. Well, yeah, it's yeah. right down your alley. It'd be a good. A really, good movie to watch. really interesting ending. Uh, don't really want to spoil the ending. No, we won't in spoil case the ending. People want to actually watch it. So. I was not expecting the ending. I mean, that's for sure. You were at, at the very end when they were showing what was happening. I'm like, oh, and I got it. I like, just want to say one thing. I don't know if this will spoil it at all, but it felt like a spiritual successor to Cloverfield. Somewhat, I could see how that's tied in. But it was in the wrong wrong area of of Earth. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, that's all I want to say about life. Um, fuck that movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember getting up from the couch and I'm like super sweaty. I'm like, whoa, I kind of wanted to relax tonight. <laughs> right, right. And then we watched uh, Longest Yard and fell asleep to that. Yes, right after that. Like, <laughs> let's choice. watch something comedic to get us, uh, bring us down a little bit. And then we passed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you playing anything? No, not really. I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I got to say, this is this is very interesting game very fun very colorful i want to i want to just state that i've never played a legend of zelda game since like the 80s like the 80s one the first one and i did play two legend of zelda 2 on the nes and uh both of those games were, were good for the time this one is just like wow this is actually really interesting i i never really got into zelda or any of the link games any of them and i was just like i tried to get into ocarina of time ocarina of time however you pronounce it on the 3ds i played that for a little bit but it just didn't grab me like like this game is really fun it's really good and i i'm I'm enjoying it i think i'll you do curse a lot well that is because is it the same reasons that jer had yeah i'm having i'm having difficulties getting down from high high places because every time i come downstairs it's like you're reviving yourself or whatever from falling right because i was climbing on top of this church just to get this little little pebble from this creature that pops up i forgot what they're called but uh they're collectibles and there's like 50 of them in the entire world or whatever and i'm at like eight or seven and uh it's at the top of this church this the the way top of the steeple where the point is mm-hmm. kind of like where a lightning rod would be and i'm on top of there coming down i drop freaking 30 40 feet and of course link's dead but uh i mean that's a thing do you, do you lose your shit if you die no oh well that's good there's quick saves and stuff you can save it at any time so that's you just really, have to remember to do that uh, that's the thing like if you get the collectible and you die you get to keep the collectible good that's lucky that's very lucky that they did this and thank you nintendo for doing that and uh i think i'm going to keep playing it Uh, i'm really enjoying it but i really want to get into bully that's a game that my brother bought for me over there last week and uh i've never really played through a rockstar game and i think this might be a good one because it's it's a little more tame not as open world you know so uh yeah that's interesting you talk about um saving because um i've I did play a little um, Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. and that has a save anytime you want feature, right? Which you think is great until you forget to do it, <laughs> and then you screw up, right? One thing about Ghost Recon Wildlands is that any t- anytime you do something significant, it auto saves, mm-hmm. and uh, so I never have to worry about it, and I love that. That's the same with Legend of Zelda. Like, it, if I were to get a collectible, it says it. I don't. I probably don't notice it, but it probably saves all the time. So. Um, yeah, what, you already wrote it down. Yes, I did. <laughs> so let's move right, on from there. Let's so, let's go into something else. Um, quick note about since we were talking about movies, Daniel Craig has announced that he has signed on for now. Is it called Bond Twenty Five or is it just the Twenty Fifth Movie? It is the Twenty Fifth movie. movie. It's not called that. No, right? there's no title. They'll have yet. another title. So, which I thought <laughs> Spectre was his last one. Well, he after Spectre, he said he'd rather slash his wrist than come back and play James Bond. Are you wow. serious? Yeah, he but, said that openly, like but, in an interview. Uh, obviously, but he's back. Obviously, so. he's got bandages on his wrists, which means <laughs> that he is now past. Brosnan for four because this will be his fifth one. Really? So yeah. Okay. Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, uh, Skyfall, Skyfall, Spectre. Spectre, and this will be the fifth. How many was uh, uh, um, Sean Connery in? It was more than five. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I want to look that up real quick. Just so I just want to see because that'd be that's really interesting. Uh, be 
Daniel Craig, uh, like Spectre felt like his last one. Well, here's the thing. With Daniel Craig, it's been every other one was a good one. So we'll do right. a good one. Well, you didn't like Spectre? It, Spectre was fine, but it I wasn't see, as I, good as Skyfall or Christina Royale. I'm I on your same <clears throat> level with that. Yeah, actually, I like Spectre. I, I felt like it was a good ending to everything. I don't and then, think the villain was good enough. I like the actor. Yeah. For Spectre. I don't remember yeah. the guy's name. It's he, that one good actor that nobody knows. That, <laughs> he's that guy. We can't he's that guy. Uh, I, I mean, people are probably the guy at from us. the show. He's from. He's he's in a whoa. He's in a lot of Qu- uh, Quentin Tarantino movies now. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards and um, uh, Django Unchained. But I'm gonna look up uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Uh, shoot. Double oh seven. Uh, Christoph Waltz. There it is. Hey, thank you, Alex. Very good. So Sean Connery was in uh, one uh, seven. Yeah. He was in Doctor No. You only live twice. From Russia with Love, Thunderball, Diamonds Are Forever, Goldfinger, and Never Say Never Again. So wait, I thought he was in Never Say Never. Was that one that? Maybe not. I might be just thinking thinking out, outside there. So he, Sean Connery was was the Bond. Like he that he's had seven. So if Daniel Craig hits seven, well, I think Roger Moore did at least five, maybe more. I'm not sure on that either. Right. I've never really watched the older ones, and I've always been. Maybe. We've talked about this before. It's probably really hard to go back. That's a, that's a movie that Alex would fall asleep to as a kid. Even the Pierce Brosnan, which is where I started, they're yeah. kind of cheesy. Goldeneye was my Goldeneye was good. I like. They them. are, but they're still. A bit crazy. I think that Goldeneye I like set them. the standard I like too. for 007 because it brought video. It, the game was mm-hmm. just yeah. what what brought the popularity. The, it's, the shooting. It's got a larger, you know, acknowledgement base, if you want to call it that, because of the game. Yeah. How many did Pierce Brosnan do? Four. 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 So he did. He did. Uh, Goldeneye. Tomorrow never dies. The world is not enough. And die another day. Yep. Yep. Good yeah. job, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of had the same thing where one was good, next one was bad. One was good, next one was bad. I liked all of them. World yeah. Was Not Enough was good. Um, yeah, I think Tomorrow Never Dies gets a bad rap, but I think it's pretty good. I watched it uh, recently. I want to say a, a couple months ago, and I, w- I was watching it, and I was just like, how did I pass on this one? This one actually this delves into today's standards of With, social uh, media and stuff. Plus, well, by, um, creating your own headlines, basically. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's what the news is doing these days. Yep. Um, yep. We don't want to get into that. <laughs> but I also thought Die Another Day, the first part of it I really like, but the end of it's kind of bad. Oh, Halle Berry. and That's the Halle Berry one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really hate his parachute scene where he's, where he's, where he's on the, where he was uh, parasailing in the Arctic. It was all CGI. People were pissed off about that. And like the CGI. I don't remember that part. Yeah, you should watch it again. Yeah, it was uh, when he was in the ice hotel or whatever, and okay. it blew up, and he had the parasail, oh, okay. and he was he was surfing, and yeah. people were angry at him for that. It's a Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta give it. Daniel Craig really brought Bond movies into realism. Yes. Like it was very realistic feeling, and yes. it, it felt felt mm-hmm. like Casino Royale. That's got to be my favorite Double Seven. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. But it's um, just. Fantastic. Right. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Brett, <laughs> I would like to you to talk about Amelia Ear. No, not yet. I want to do my no. You did me. it again. Fuck me, right? You did it again. <laughs> Last week, same thing. He did it again. Oh, he did it. Quoting a Home Alone. Home Alone 2. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! When Harry gets his head lit on fire. I was watching. I want to talk just real quick. Uh, I'm gonna have to link this somehow, or just have you watch this. But there's a top ten from Watch Mojo. They're talking about Rotten Tomatoes. Home Alone is on like a real bottom level. Like I want to say it's at like a thirty percent Rotten Tomatoes, but people love it. Like there's a yeah, whole thing. It's a, it's it was an a, interesting a, list, actually. You should yeah, look. Generational you, should classic. Look that up. Right. Know? Exactly. There's exactly. Some big movies on there that were there. I mean, kids these day, like kids now, like ten year old kids now, they're not gonna like that movie because mm. they have they've had cell phones their whole kid lives. Well, like I'm it. not. That movie's solved with the cell phone. <laughs> you know. Hey, mom. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wow, you just ruined my childhood, Brett. I think I actually. How we didn't have it. I know, someone, but it's just like there was a, a meme out there that said. Yeah, someone said, "Why you didn't you like? Why didn't just you text him?" And like it was screenshots. Kevin, are you okay? Yes, and it's over. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's the movie. Film done. We're on our and way. Scene. We're on our way home. That's great. Um, so anyway, this uh, the, okay. So Mountain Dew, this bottle of Mountain Dew I had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been drinking soda a long time, and oftentimes if it's warm, I'll put it in the freezer, um, whether it's a can or a bottle. You okay. got to pay attention. You, I mean, you can't leave it there. Like, <laughs> no. In the freeze, obviously. Yes. So I, I, I had a 16-ounce bottle, and I did leave it in the freezer too long because it was at work. I just didn't get a chance to get back there. Okay. If more than 30 minutes, you're screwed. I'd okay. say more than an hour. But. Well, the bottles, yeah. I mean, the, the more ounces, the longer you can go yeah. before wow. it freezes. But anyway, <laughs> so I go on my lunch, and I go back to get it. I'm like, damn it, it's frozen. It wasn't completely frozen because I could see there was still But there liquid. were particles. Yes. So <laughs> when have when you freeze a bottle, what happens when you open it? It just goes crazy. It overflows. <laughs> just goes nuts. I don't know because I drink warm soda. Ugh, Alex nice. drinks room temperature soda. Well, I can't say I drink warm soda. I drink room temperature soda. Well, see me. If the temperature of the room is 60 degrees. That's warm. And what bothers yeah, me. Yeah, I'll drink it. What bothers me is when people get ice with their sodas. It's already cold coming out. Why get ice? Why right. water down your soda? Yes. I know you do, yeah. and I, I can't stand I'm it. I'm okay with fountain pop having ice, yes. I can't. I can't do it. So, Continue. anyways. So, I'm <laughs> carefully, I put up down a paper towel, and I'm carefully opening this soda. And I get to where it would start coming out, and it goes, and it blows up in my face oh my god and i'm like what the hell was that oh my god never happened to me in all the years that i've accidentally left a soda in the freezer too long holy crap and see it, it i had soda in my beard like, <laughs> like <laughs> crystallized soda oh, in my man. beard in my hair on my glasses Wait, did you say this was at work this was at work oh so my I, was in, I was in the break room like that has never ever happened to me before <gasps> wow and i'm just like Wow, I mean, okay. That was an experience. You should have gotten a photo. I should have. I should have posted, like, I just had a Mountain Dew say, fuck you, and it blew up in my face. That's kind of what Snapchat's for, for those yeah. little moments. And I know you're probably never going to get Snapchat. Probably not. Probably. I mean, I only get it to be witty. I don't use it as a story thing anymore. I used to. I don't to. use it very much anymore. We used to. It used to be a thing that was like, well, we got to put that on Snapchat. Which is bad, because apparently that's a, that Snapchat is, like, a really big thing still. Yeah, we uh, big we, form of communication. We have a PTO unlimited Snapchat. We just have never used it, and I I plugged it a few I, times, I and I know maybe, we got some people following. Maybe but we we've should never using it. <laughs> you can do it. Maybe I'll take it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex, you run our social media yeah. anyway. Well, so. I, I would do it, but I don't know anything about Snapchat. It's who, super who's, easy. To who's use. the one that that just downloaded it and said, "I don't know how this thing works." 
Oh, on one of Facebook. our friends. I don't remember who it was. Was it uh, Jer? No. no, no, he has no, Snapchat. He has Snapchat. He's had Snapchat for a while. All right, I want to do my other quick story here. I, sure. Well, it's a quick story, but it might not be because I have a lot to say about. It. Okay. Okay. So we, I mentioned to you um, before the show about how I watched that kids react to ACDC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was Saturday night when you guys didn't come over. I was bored. And so I thought, well, I'm going to watch a little Make AC- us feel bad about <laughs> it. Jeez. I did that a little bit on purpose. I started watching Sorry. some just live performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and I've said this before, Angus Young, he fascinates me when he's playing guitar, when he's doing a, a concert. Because mm-hmm. he... Is crazy. He's the guy in the kilt, right? He's no. He wears like a schoolboy uniform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he starts sorry, the sorry, concert yeah. in sh- you know shorts, a shirt with a tie, and a jacket and a hat. And he, as the concert goes on, he loses everything but the shorts. <laughs> so I'm I'm watching you know watching them, uh, watching some concert from 2009 where they're a little bit older, but it was eight years ago. A tad. So <laughs> what I did not know, and I started reading some, is that they're from Australia. They're an Australian band. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I didn't. I know thought that, that they were maybe foreign, maybe from like the UK. But yeah, I, I think that, that's what I thought. When actually. they tour, yeah. it seems like they never tour the US. It's always across the pond. Right. Yeah. Right. I so guess I never realized that. I'm yeah. watching these live performances, and you know, he's Angus Young, the lead guitarist. He is crazy. He's a weird looking dude. He's just, he's scrawny and short and yeah. spindly almost. And yeah. um, I watched this clip from one of his like um, concerts from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it's well into it. He's taking oxygen and getting water before he goes back out. He's drenched in sweat because he goes so hard oh playing the guitar. He that goes he, hard on earth. He yeah, damn near, <laughs> you know, passed out. So he was oh taking oxygen, getting some water. Then he goes into the crowd, sits on a guy's shoulders, and, you know, is doing a guitar solo on, <laughs> oh on like a security guy's shoulders. Yeah. Nice. Just unbelievable. Oh, my. So I started reading a little bit more, and I'm just, you know, reading about band members and... I see that the founding members are Angus and his brother, Malcolm, who is the rhythm guitar, and Angus is the lead guitar. Okay. Well, I think in 2014 or 15, Malcolm had to step down because he suffers from dementia. Oh. And his nephew stepped in nice. to take his place. That's and awesome. He's he's there. Yeah. <laughs> and I got reading a little bit more, and Brian Johnson, who does vocals, mm-hmm. he is what our age people would recognize the sound of acdc oh yeah which you know everybody will understand that's not singing it's but it's just the distinctive sound of acdc right the vocals yep. right um he actually last year i think it was last year had to retire because his hearing was so bad wow that if he didn't it was affecting his performance basically hmm. so i'm like holy crap that's depressing who's gonna fill in Here's we come to the interesting part. So I'm going over the members and I see this name doing vocals. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. It's Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. What? Yeah. Wow. What? I'm like, anybody who's not Brian Johnson means it's just going to sound different. Did you listen to Axl Rose? So I looked for videos and I found some videos, but before I watched the videos or during watching the videos, I looked for songs on itunes so recorded songs that mm-hmm. they've put out with axel rose doing vocals and there aren't any yet because oh. it's been pretty recent okay i can kind of see it but like 
there's there's a difference oh yeah there's like there's a difference there between a them no, so i'm watching yeah. i watch some i watched three different videos with axel mm. doing the vocals and i was first i was angry yeah and okay. then yeah. i was depressed because it was so different well whenever a singer leaves a band it's rough yes. happened with uh um flyleaf that was one of our favorite bands in the early 2000s i can't get into the new yeah uh their, the their singer. singer left um uh, Hawthorne Heights, they lost their screamer. We Could, used to yep, like them and too. Get into him after. Um, I'm gonna have to just compile a list of people. I'm just like, wow, uh, I can't believe. Well, the, I mean, when when Head left Corn, that was rough. That was rough. Corn, the band Corn, they've I mean, had they band members come and they go. Did, they didn't replace Head, but no. he was just not there. But you, I mean, Head's his nickname. His real name's Brian. I know, but Brian You know, we talk about him. Yeah, like that. yeah. But I mean, you could tell. And then when the Rev died. Yes, that was that was Avenged Sevenfold was when hard. the drummer died. That was very hard. I think that really was probably one of the most difficult times with loving a band so much. Like when they had such a just, talented drummer. Yes, and like in in the fact that we we had seen him so up close and so mm-hmm. live, and we were just so into that band. Like yep. the day that I like. It's that's how you know how connected you are with a band mm-hmm. is that you remember the day and the just the scene of hearing the news mm-hmm. that one of your favorite band members has died. Same with uh, Three Days Grace, but mm-hmm. their oh, new singer is better. That's I uh, I do not I don't agree. <laughs> with I like that. their sound now. I didn't I, their I sound like before him both was, guys. Yeah. But I'm not going to compare the two. Okay. I I will say that the the new um, I don't remember his name, but the new lead, the new singer of mm-hmm. Three Days Grace. I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot, and I was very oh my god, they got a new singer. It's gonna suck. Right. I like you. You just get like you. You got angry. Like mm-hmm. you're like no, it's gonna suck. I like him, and he's he's that he's got a lot of energy, and he's taking the band to new places, and I I like it so far. So I can't wait to hear. Like I'm I'm on a fe- on the fence I'll show just you because. A video of it. I know what Axl Rose sounds like, no. <laughs> so it's... Well, yeah, I mean, just listen to Welcome to the Jungle. You can kind of get that same right. thought. Well, and a quick history lesson. So Bon Scott was the, the original vocals, and he died of alcohol po- poisoning. Uh-huh. So then Brian Johnson took over, and Brian Johnson, to me, did more of the songs that are still big today. Mm-hmm. He, he was in Back in Black, and I did not realize Back in Black is the second best-selling album of all time. What's the really? Best? Uh, Michael Jackson's thrill- thriller. Thriller. Oh yeah, yep. you're gonna. So <laughs> I mean that I, I had no idea. I mean no, they've been around since like 1974. They've been around know? for a while. Yes, and they're still touring. Oh, you know, in over same with Metallica, the but they lost their and the Stones toured for a really long. I think time. they're done. Well, the Stones are now, but yeah. I'm just saying in general. The they Stones were on their were, farewell tour for like five yeah. years. I feel like that's how Aerosmith <laughs> A lot of those <laughs> old rock bands, you know, they go for a long time and ACDC is one of them. Yeah. And the one video I watched, people were like chanting Axel's name. And I'm thinking if you are a fan of ACDC going back, it just has to sting that it's not what you know the yeah. sound of Brian Johnson to be. And it's just... The day I, Chester I don't know, loses you know. his voice is the day that, like, I like the world comes crashing on. Our me. favorite band's Linkin Park, and as of yet, knock on did, wood, did, did, you can't say. Oh, I can't believe. As what of you're this saying. moment, nothing has he happened. He had to change it, though, right? He couldn't keep screaming the way that he was, though, uh, right? I mean, two years ago, he was doing a screaming track on uh, Living. I thought they, after Meteora, okay. he had to change it up because it was nope. No. Oh, they he did more. Oh man, they've done. <laughs> A hell a lot more. <laughs> I must have. And the, 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 the one biggest right thing is everybody keeps saying that their new album, oh, well, it's because Chester can't scream. 
they've done so many interviews that I've watched and Chester's there going, have you been to a concert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a concert. You'll hear me scream. He like, still does it. He still does it. Still well, going strong. Still going strong. You know, him and in, in Brian Johnson's case, I don't know how they do it. I don't know either. Because it has <laughs> to hurt, you'd think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunting Party came out in 2014. That was the one right before this. Well, he did a... A and lot of screaming. That one had uh, Keys to the Kingdom and Wastelands and Rebellion. Those were all just all of them screaming were just pure tracks. screaming tracks. Yeah, so <laughs> they still do it. Well, and it, what else is funny is because when you buy an album and you hear what they've recorded in a studio, it sounds good and it's fine, but it's mm-hmm. not. It doesn't feel like a real representation of what they can really do. Says the is, guy who's never been to a concert. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are you disagreeing with No, me? I agree. No. I totally agree. Yeah. So and I don't have to have been to a concert, no. but I can hear the difference when I watch mm-hmm. a live performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when it even you're in even more of an awe because you watch them up mm-hmm. there convulsing and you know, Brian <laughs> convulsing. Johnson Brian Johnson looks like he's at, he's physically hurting himself <laughs> when he sings. That's you know, the same his, with his face is all <laughs> <laughs> That's the same with Lincoln Park. Like uh, Chester Bennington, it looks like Chester's going to have a heart attack at the end of the concert. But I mean, yeah, it's that's. But when, that's the intenseness. I mean, that's that's their power going yeah. into I it. I was looking I mean. for the word intensity. Did you say intenseness? Oh, intenseness. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's my ACDC story. Um, I'm a we never fan. we never talk about music. We don't. It's it's a subject. I like talking about it's music, a subject though. that you know you're gonna get a hit and miss with people because there's people out there like I listen to a certain band and fuck that other band. You know, you know or, I was. I've never been like that. I was thinking mm. about, in my opinion, the best at certain things, like the best rapper to me is it will always be eminem yes thank like, you as far as pure talent goes he's the rap god yes <laughs> he has a literal song that pu- he's putting the world record for most lo- most, most words in words a, in a single yes, track yes yeah. uh if you think about best country artist the first one that comes to my mind is Please. probably garth brooks thank you thank you everyone's gonna have their yeah their, everyone's gonna say jason pops. aldean or carrie underwood or it I don't just know. depends on what era you're from exactly yes. it depends on what you grew up with and depends on now, what you enjoy and i'm not even that much of a, a garth brooks fan but i remember when that right. cd set that live oh performance. my god when when we were working at walmart yes, people were lining up for that blew up it yeah. sold so many yeah and um, i don't know why well, I mean, he's I mean, big. He's big. He was he, big in the '90s. He's got a lot of those songs that you you hear it and you want to sing along to. He did to. Thunder Rolls, right? That that's one, a big um, one. To uh, friends in low places is yeah. huge. Um, <laughs> Best the, drunk song ever. Yes, it is. <laughs> two Pina Colada song. Yeah, um, so I can. I, I, I'm like, yeah, that's. Ton. He's like when you talk about music, you talk about the people. You that don't are, even have to be a fan of his, but when you hear his songs, you just want to yep. sing along. Which would have been awesome if you were here for the interview we had with Kevin uh, from Tangled Chords, and he talked about uh, like Pantera, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think he talked about ACDC. I don't, I can't remember much of the interview. I think he might have. He might have been. He mentioned like a lot of big old. Yeah, bands yeah. He was talking about that like, inspired him. Right. Exactly. So. Um, which, uh, if you guys, the the audience, if you haven't gone back, please check out our aftercast, Tangled Chords. You also get to hear their first single, which they are having a music video coming out soon. It was supposed to be last weekend, but it didn't. They didn't release it yet. So one, I've one final thing on ACDC. I forgot to say was that they opened the Grammys in 2015. Oh, really? And I actually I wanted to watch that performance, and I think I came late to it, so I watched it on YouTube, but. They they the place was going wild and it, it wasn't <laughs> you know 
well, I'm sure part of it was, but everybody up front was celebrities, and mm-hmm. they were just going crazy. Nice. So that was really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, did they ever do Super Bowl? I think they did a Super Bowl performance. I don't think so. No, I really? Don't think so. I, well, not to my knowledge, and if it was, it was prior, it was prior late 90s, because I've seen them all. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for uh, Lincoln Park to perform. That'd be cool. See him at it. Eh, we'll see if well, that happens. with this new album it might happen. Maybe they are getting light. a lot of traction with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on, Amelia Earhart. So Sunday night, <laughs> you did there a tweet. Was a documentary <laughs> on Amelia Earhart, and I think I don't remember where I saw this first. I might have seen it in a commercial leading up to it, but I did hear about it on the radio. A local radio station was talking about it because it's you know some pretty you know compelling stuff but i tweeted i just thought well i'm gonna watch that and so i decided to watch it and i just thought eh, this is kind of relevant and it had a hashtag i'll just tweet about it <laughs> and it is by far our most liked and retweeted tweet ever and commented ever. on like by, thank you guys by a long shot so i appreciate shout that. out to twitter you and guys are awesome it really surprised me because I wasn't looking for anything to <laughs> hit, you know, it was just, just uh, like one hashtag. You know, check this out. Well, and here's, here's another thing about that. Like you tweeted that out as we were watching great balls of fire. And I was just like, damn it, Brent, we we're going to tweet about great balls of fire. And you're tweeting about this. All of a sudden just boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. I'm like, like all right, phone well, just kept we're blowing just, the fuck it, uh, it did not stop. <laughs> Good job. The, the entire two hours that it aired. And even afterwards. It, oh yeah. For days, for days. For so, days. Anyway, Amelia Earhart, if you don't know, um, is famous because she was the first woman to fly solo. Fly no, well, she wasn't solo actually. She oh, I thought her, she was. She solo. had her navigator with her. Oh, so it was okay. the first. Now I don't know if it was a person or woman to circumnavigate the globe. I think it was think the first wo- person. What? Well, here's the thing, Alex. What is it? I said she was the bitch with the plane. <laughs> Isn't she that bitch with the plane? <laughs> it's a terrible thing to say. I, I'm, I'm not. Like I'm not disc- discounting her. This was 50, 60 years ago. It was the late thirties. <laughs> it was okay. the way that he said it was just we were having fun, and it, it, it wasn't when, any kind of disrespect. When at we're all. At, well, no, no disrespect to her. It's just when we're in pay per view mode. That's when Alex and I were just like we're making fun of everything that's yeah. that's popping up. We make fun of the wrestlers when we're when we're watching uh, uh, WWE stuff. I think we should live stream that. That'd be pretty interesting. For what are you reading? Uh, she was the first female okay. aviator to fly. It says solo because I think but, Charles Lindbergh did it. Um. Well, solo as in there's no other pilot. Right. Okay. She had a yeah, navigator, yeah, yeah. no pilot. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. you have to have a navigator. That's what the co-pilot's for. So, um, What'd you basically think? the story is what what was thought of now is she got lost in Bermuda Triangle mm-hmm. and crashed and See, drowned. I told you. That's, that's what I thought. Well, now this uh, former FBI agent has basically got a team of guys together and they're really trying to figure out what happened to her because they don't believe that that happened anymore. They should, they should do the same thing with Flight 119. Yeah. That that, mm-hmm. that happened to be... Uh, Bermuda Triangle, it, it interests me. I want to go there. No. <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you remember the Rocco's Modern Life episode of the Bermuda Triangle no. where they're on the cruise ship? It's messed up. It's a real trip. But uh, but the Bermuda Triangle interests me in, entirely. and uh, Just because of the mystery? Uh, the mystery. I'm yeah. into I'm into the like unsolved mysteries. You know, yeah. Easter Island, that one interests me too. How the hell did those heads get there? <laughs> Same with yes. the pyramids and stuff. But back to, back to so, the things. <clears throat> basically, what, what they think happened was she hit um, some rough winds as like her last landing um, off the coast of Japan or, well, well she's way away from that. the Bermuda Triangle. So she's traveling east 
Okay. okay. And they think that she needed to refuel, so she turned around and landed in this place called the Marshall Islands, mm-hmm. which at the time was controlled by the Japanese oh. right before World War II. Uh-oh. And they brought in, they have this photographic evidence that of two people, these Caucasian people around this you know, island of, of natives, and they use some photo, forensic photo technology <laughs> measuring body mass mm-hmm. and facial structures because it's not a real clear picture of course no. it's yeah. how many years old well, well in the 30s if you moved exactly. it's blurry exactly. <laughs> so they they you know 90 plus percent you know probability that it's amelia Earhart and um fred noonan God, that and sucks. amelia Earhart has in the picture has her back to the camera that's what popped up when i just googled that so well we're gonna watch this documentary Alex. also there, there's the ship in the background in the water because it's on a dock. Yes. Can I see it? And we'll show this on YouTube as well. It's on yeah. a dock. The, the ship is a Japanese ship and it's pulling a barge with what appears to be something hmm. at the same length that the plane that she was flying. I have to make sure. So they think that she was basically, um, her and Fred Noonan were captured by the Japanese and were um, prisoners of war technically before the war started but prisoners of the japanese and were ultimately executed by the japanese wow so and i won't you know i won't spoil all the evidence that they collect because it's very very interesting alex i downloaded that image just to make sure you send that to me okay but But, um it was you know in her i mean that i i like history that you know her story it never really fascinated me or you know drew me to it but i saw the kind of the the promotions that history channel was doing i'm like i bet that's really interesting so i decided to check it out and you know it was worth it speaking of unsolved mysteries i think something popped up recently about the loch ness monster i don't remember what it was but maybe someone got another shot of it i don't know but that's you know those kind of mysteries bigfoot does not interest me that's one that i'm just like sasquatch sasquatch Sasquatch. bigfoot the yeti all that kind of stuff you know, actually happened. Right. You know, <laughs> well, it's not to say, not to discredit it's anything not, else. But, but, you know, Amelia Earhart was a real person and something really happened to her and mm-hmm. nobody and knows nobody what knows it is. That. So that kind of just intrigues me and um, just their path and of analyzing all the evidence is... is Getting factual very, evidence of that kind of stuff. Especially well, kind of just so like that last documentary afterwards. we watched. Which was... The uh, the 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 nun the nun uh, oh the keepers the keepers, yeah, the keepers. yeah. yes yeah mm-hmm. like well, that's just that that's a whole nother like thing I know that, but it's it's interesting to see like there's all this yeah. <laughs> somewhat evidence and well <laughs> and and in this Amelia Hard Doc what what brought this out is this guy that works for the National Archives basically found this picture and there is a hint of of government cover up because. Mm. This picture they they think was misfiled, and so he basically found it and saw that it's possible can't that imagine. the government knew that she was a prisoner and they didn't do anything about it. Bastards. Yeah. Um, with those kind of factual things, like the one other the the one big thing that interests me from from around that time period is Roswell 
and you can never really find a good documentary yeah. on that. Um, I, I've been really interested in that, especially for work. I'm doing like a big alien project, mm-hmm. and I've had to look into alien mythology and all that stuff. And 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 with 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 Roswell, that's the one that really shot up the alien conspiracy and stuff like that. Finding good factual stuff like that is really difficult. Yeah. When you find a good documentary, I mean, if anybody's listening this far into our podcast, please let me know if there's a really good one out there of that kind of stuff. Because uh, you know, finding those kind of documentaries are really interest me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, we're gonna watch this Amelia one too, and especially after all the Twitter (laughs) and the Twitter stuff, like people went nuts on that. That was nice. That was really good. Um, Is there anything else you want to touch on? Are we hitting time here? We're at one Oh seven. Oh, we got some time. Um, So uh, uh, back to school is happening already. And, and how the hell are they suddenly doing? Okay. So there's no more holidays. Well, let me say, let me say this retail, in in a way is really missing out in the sense that the, one of their their they they lose sales because of online retailers like Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So think of a situation where if you need something now and it's a seasonal item, you're unlikely to find it in a retail store. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go buy a, a swimsuit at a retail store right no. now. No. So well, well right now yes, but. In the wintertime, no. They're starting to no, pull away from no, that. No, you're missing my point. Well, I, I guess I am. What in about it? a month, they'll be pulled off the shelves. Okay, yes. They're, right, maybe even right. less. If you want to buy a bathing suit, you mm-hmm. most likely have to go to the store in March. Yeah, to get... Okay, I, yes, especially females to get matching pieces. Because <laughs> they go quick. My point is that retail is a season of head. Yes. Retail stores. Whereas if you need, you know, something out of retail, you would go online. Mm-hmm. So if retailers are losing sales to online retailers, retail stores are losing sales to online retailers, you'd think they would want to have the immediate market. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to wait two days for Amazon to ship it, you just go to the store and find it. Right. Now, you know, that's just um, Something I noticed, and you know, you say that it's not time for back to school. Well, it is. They always put it out around early, early July. I think they should wait till like towards the end. I mean, well, the problem is, I mean, you school starting earlier now. When when school start? Do you guys know? Mid mid August. I'm gonna say like probably Jeez. August. See, when I went to school in Minnesota, I didn't start until after Labor Day. Yeah. And that's what it, it was. Used Labor to, Day to Memorial it, Day. That's that the way was it used to be until I moved here in 2000. That's when it was like, okay, school started in mid-August. I'm, I mean, geez, that's crazy. You don't get any summer vacation if whatsoever. If you think about, coming from retail stance, if you think about the major seasons, yeah. when when do they put Christmas stuff out? Well, in, in October. In no, on November 1st. <laughs> yeah, much. yeah. And they're right actually getting, setting up for it before that. Oh, yeah. So they, they've already got the stuff shipped to them by mid-October, early October. They sell... A season ahead of time they do and, and uh, uh and so like, like i was saying on halloween's the gonna be coming out in, in september maybe even late august like yes. i was saying on the precast i'm already getting email advertisements from big franchises that i'll For shop at that are saying oh check out our new fall catalog i'm like yeah, what the heck it's three weeks into summer it's july <laughs> <laughs> also you think when they when school's back in and the retailers take down the back to school stuff where they put up in its place halloween stuff halloween. exactly and and and, and maybe August. thanksgiving thanksgiving gets the shaft Pretty well much. thanks there's there's <laughs> less seasonal stuff to buy for thanksgiving than there is for halloween food 
and food, maybe maybe some fall decoration. Yeah, you know, but you can stuff, you can but, get that for Halloween. Like exactly. it kind of melds. Yes. What? What else? You anyway, as we're saying for school, back to school shopping. Um, there was a you you had you were the one that had this topic come up. Back to school shopping. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was not necessarily back to school shopping. It was. Wait, do I have that on there? Back to school shopping? Yeah, it's right it's below planning the, and watching. It's towards the top there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So we shopping. had actually the back to school shopping um, was a topic given to us um, by Paige. Um, Your and my sister. So she was asking, what are the worst parts of, I guess, any time, worst part of going, of doing back to school shopping? So what, what part do you remember that was the worst part of, oh, man, I really don't want to go and do it? Mainly just going to school. Well, yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was the man. I gotta buy school stuff, or I don't gotta buy it, but we gotta get school stuff because uh-huh. it's time to go back to school. What I think, what I remember is it was fun because you I was got excited. New shoes, yeah, and you got a few, maybe a, a back or a, a book bag. And I remember Close. getting a. I was in third grade, and I got a Dallas Cowboy bag because they were my team and at the time they're not now all right and i thought i was the shit <laughs> did you have the starter pullover i didn't coat? have i had a, a cowboy's full zip up i never right. had a pullover because i know. had i usually got hand-me-downs or rummage sale stuff like garage sale things like i would always get like notre dame or yeah. um uh, the lakers people the, i don't i don't give a fuck about the, them <laughs> <laughs> if you walked into the first day of school with brand new shoes, you were you were something. Oh heck yeah, I always did. Alex, you may or may not have. No, I agree with agree with you on that. My biggest thing that I remember is back to school shopping. I can tell you a bad thing is um, I remember being excited and not being excited at the same time from kindergarten until sixth grade, only because I went to a uniform school. Oh yeah. So the most boring waste of time ever of my summer was going into, um, I don't even remember where, what we go. We went to a, place in the mall sears or something maybe to actually get the people that actually sold our uniforms because yeah. um, they had to be that brand and that color and that style because if the um i remember being in i think i'm pretty sure it was third grade um the girls were allowed to wear jumpers um and do you remember, do you guys know what jumpers are well we already talked about them no those were rompers the the same romper, thing, right? No, rompers are different. Um, jumpers oh. were um, pretty much, it was just a dress. Like okay. a straight dress with um, with a zipper and you had to wear like a collared shirt underneath. Okay. So I got, I got sent home one day because <laughs> we I wore a, a jumper. It was kind of like a plaid color, but it had an extra yellow kind of stripe in it. And it was really? only supposed to have red and blue and I think white or something. And we had yellow or mm. green, one of the two. I don't remember. I just remember it had yellow in it. And I got sent home because it was not the correct jumper. That's BS. But I mean, I, I get it though. I I, I promote, like I, I think... Um, my opinion on uniform schools is I like it for a I while, like it, but at the, uh, for, for elementary school, yeah, for, for younger middle school and on obviously high school, I'm going to tell you this coming from a uniform school from kindergarten until sixth grade. And then I moved and I, these are the people I went to school with from kindergarten to sixth grade. I stayed with those people. We became good friends with those people and then we moved. And my very first day going to an, what we would, I would call an out of uniform school. Right. <laughs> was one of the most difficult things I have ever had to do. It was a slap in the face. You didn't know what to wear. I didn't know what trends were. I didn't yeah. know, like, 
I just you didn't know if I wore I was, the same pants or the same shirt or I was a, whatever back in elementary school. I was non-uniform and I still didn't know how to dress myself. I didn't care. But I mean, especially <laughs> going into middle school and in the seventh grade when the like the trends start and sure. whether or not the things that make you popular versus geeky, like all that, like I you didn't have that in your uniform school. Like you had the the people that were considered more popular, more social. What was, what, but everybody kind of held it together. So what was your main like what was your main gig like for me i wore skater clothes i was oh, like, a skater what, person like what were you labeled as is yeah. what you're saying yeah, yeah you were like that skater i was boy. A skater. you were the you were the new kid middle school skater, skater high school goth yes <laughs> i was a goth <laughs> you were kid. also you were also labeled as the new kid always because yes. i always switched schools i mean i went to school uh k through fourth grade with the same one and then went fifth through no, fourth through sixth grade, I'm in between there, and that was the same school. And then sixth grade, one school. Seventh through eighth, one school. And then all of high school is in one school. I was just considered so the I quiet moved, person. I moved around. <laughs> I don't really I got know, around. <laughs> I don't really know what people labeled me as. I kind of got along with everybody, but I was the person. I was like the girl that never talked. Right. <laughs> pretty and much. And look at you. I never got trouble. You're on a I never podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the weird part. Um, Brett, what was your label? Would you? Did you have a label? I was invisible. You're invisible. Okay, I I, I would well, almost when, say that for myself too. I don't think a lot of people knew who I was when we first met you. You were you were always wearing the collared shirts and stuff. You, well, you were kind that's of because that's when I got into the the preppy. Years. Preppy. Everybody yeah. has their preppy stage. Our friend Jer was the same when we first met him. He was really he went to a uniform school college. He went to I think it was a uniform college. I don't know. I don't he remember. went to something where he had to always dress nice, and I mean, you there's know, nothing wrong with that. But this my, is something. how you're used to dressing, the, right? The best photographed picture of myself is with you, and I I actually look better than you do in that picture. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which one is that? Because I know we have a lot of those oh, pictures. There, okay. It? Do you want to talk about that? No, sure. I, I don't care. It's kind of embarrassing. I think it's funny. <laughs> what's, what's embarrassing? I don't know. Maybe we'll make a collage out of all these pictures. So, I don't even know if I have them anymore. They're on. Facebook. On Facebook. Okay. <laughs> so you guys go ahead. What, what were you doing? I don't even. Re- I think it was more of a. It was really more after you guys left. Was it? Because uh, when you when you moved, because when you came back, is when we would take a picture. I know, yeah. but I think I think we did it. I started taking these pictures with Rick too, but I think yeah. it was more of like a like a boost, like a man boost or whatever, because it was pretty girl thing. I don't know, because I used to. I used. You're to not explaining these, what you did. Uh, we just. We take a picture together. Like, okay. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. We would and just you, got, you would use it as your profile picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I did for a while. Yeah. So and I, it was just kind of like a, I was like a wingman kind of thing. Which everybody thought you were weird because you let your wife. <laughs> I didn't care. Be in the pro, you know, in this picture. You know, this, you it know. was just really funny. We were just like, oh, it's time to take like our boyfriend, girlfriend picture. Well, here's the thing. Much he, what it he, was. Here, here's, here's, what I, here's what that's all like. I was okay with that because I was like, I She's it's, she's not going anywhere. I'm not <laughs> going anywhere. It was just a funny thing to do. And it's me. I, I want to look yeah. at. I want. I'm going to look at your profile pictures there's, because there's one where someone was like complimenting you. Like, oh my. There gosh. was one where I did. The, I think somebody really thought that. Like, oh, you got a nice catch yes. or something. I think it was one of my family members. Actually, <laughs> I think so. Like, oh, who's the pretty girl? <laughs> I think it was my my aunt. Actually, that's that's none of your profile pictures. I have to look through at your. Uh, actual I don't photos. know. I, we should so, make a collage of these though. This picture I'm talking about though, I had. I think it was right around when we were going to the pool. So I was tan. There um, is a couple good ones of, of you being, like, you were pretty tan. And <laughs> I had, 
Um, I was probably decked out in American Eagle shorts, probably and a button up with the sleeves rolled up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I had I had my ears pierced. Oh yeah, man! I forgot you had your ears. Pierced. I had my I had my douchebag chin strap. That's probably <laughs> the best it's ever looked. <laughs> I think and I know what picture you're talking about. Yes. It was at our goodbye party. I thought it was at. Uh, remember that girl Becky? Yeah. Yeah. Was our goodbye at? party. Okay. I'm, I know exactly what photo. Yeah, you actually you look really darn good in that. Yeah. I'm seeing all these photos. <laughs> I think you actually do look better than I see in that photo. So yeah, I think you're right. I'm seeing all these photos. Um, I'm not seeing the one where the I, comments. I'll have to. Sh- I'll I'll I'll, I'll we'll follow them up. It. We'll find it. There's <laughs> there's some really good ones in there. Yeah. Um. But anyways, to go back on this subject of school shopping. Oh my god, we really <laughs> derailed this. Um. My worst thing was going in and just being bored about um having to put on these straight navy blue pants and make sure that. When I bent over, they didn't like, uh, they didn't become high waters, or <laughs> the, the button didn't pop out, or, um, or and, you know, my my mom, right. my mom going doing the thing where she she uh, takes her hands in my she pants to check. and checks to make sure I have enough space <laughs> in kinda my like, pants. Kind of like the way the TSA was checking to make sure you didn't have a bomb on you. Yes. you know? they're like the <laughs> like, fingers down and all just around, all around my hips. I mean, <laughs> all of that stuff, and then the fact that you know, I we. I, I don't know what, what trends are, but I just know that these are ugly and I don't want to be in them and they're uncomfortable. It did teach you how to dress nice. I did like that. Uh, the other thing was, you mentioned the the shoe shopping. Yeah, we went and we got, probably about mid-July is when all the shoe shopping things, because I'm getting all those uh, emails now too, is, oh, buy one, get one, all these back-to-school shoe well, shopping. Good, we get some shoes. Um, yeah, I was actually <laughs> looking into that. Um, but um, school shoe shopping was, oh my God, what's the trend going to be? For one, because I remember in high shoes. school, it was Adidas was a big one. Skechers. Um, Skechers and Vans. Nike, of course. Well, oh, Nike. You can never Nike go was, wrong with it Nike. It was right but in the Michael Jordan era. But if you, right. wanna, if you wanted to stand out, at least in high school, like Nike, everybody wore Nike. Yeah. But like Adidas was one. Vans was another big one. Mm-hmm. And But it all the shoe also defined you sure. in high school. It so was a, Mama it was always a said... It was a statement. It was a the statement. Mo- the, the Forrest Gump thing. You can what? tell a lot of people about the shoes. About the type of shoes they wear or something like that. I've worn lots of shoes. Um, I just remember that in uh, the biggest thing for me about it being bad for school shopping was when I got the shoes, I was not allowed to wear those shoes until the first day of school. Yep. Right. So they sat the same thing. in the closet with my new book bag and my new trapper mm-hmm. keeper, all that other stuff. I was mm-hmm. not allowed to open any of that until the first day of school. Right, right. So it would sit there for a month or two, and I'd be able to, oh, I got new shoes, but I can't show them off. I remember in uh, yeah. in seventh grade, I had this calculator that people just loved because it was a flip-open calculator. It looked like a, like a, you remember the Envy, the LG Envy? Yeah. It opened up like a book, but oh. it was but it was uh, horizontal instead of vertical. Did you guys get stuff with your name on it? Because you no. guys have popular names. No. See, we could have, but no, nah, not I never really. did. Mine's not as popular it's not as common as you think it is well i mean mine's mine was the Actually, most popular really name so, yeah. in, the eight, in 87 joshua <laughs> yeah. was the most popular name and i was like thanks mom and dad <laughs> two two things um in elementary the more crayons you had the crayon count the 64 box yes. and like the 120 yeah, you, you that? pulled that sucker out of your book bag you're like that's my best friend with right the there. sharpener <laughs> like i'm somebody because yes. i have all these crayons yep and I th- wasn't there even a one 128 count you know i'm pretty sure there I'm was pretty sure. i just remember the big fucking box that was this big with the sharpener, the sharpener. on the back sharpener on the back one yep. other thing i had that um i got you know people envious i think 
was I had the big pencils, the big round ones that I think they were supposed to help kids write because there was more to hold on to. <laughs> um, I just had mechanical pencils, and people love that. See, you were popular get, if you had mechanical pencils. I didn't get pencils. those until high school. I got them in, uh, I want to say, fifth, I know that you grade. guys are boys, but gel pens. Yeah, I had them. I don't think I had don't Do you remember the craze about gel pens? That I was mainly... Okay. okay, cool thing. If you got the glitter gel pens... The glitter gel pens. Hold on. Mm-hmm. See, I'd be passing notes back and forth with my ex-girlfriend of the time. Um, <laughs> oh, shut up. This is way long before you. Um, I was I was 14. How much longer 13. was it? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Anyways, so, so it, the cool thing about the glitter gel pen is if uh, I would write, just do a normal note, and if you took an eraser... You could erase part of it. So it'd be, I would do like one letter g- glitter, one letter not, one letter glitter. Yeah, I took that time. We'd, I did have erasable pens. Yeah, that oh, was pretty cool. erasable pens, yeah. A lot of people thought that on those uh, rubber erasers, mm-hmm. the blue part was for pen. It it's wasn't. Not. Really? It's meant for uh, tougher pencil marks. Okay. Getting rid of it. So, um, but by the time I got to high school, we didn't. I didn't buy stuff prior to class because what you needed was in the syllabus that the teacher handed out uh that for for the books and stuff but um for supplies i should say we had the we had to get pencils and pens yeah but um we didn't have any locks on my lockers in my high school shit got stolen all the time shit got stolen not not you have locks on your lockers i went to a school with maybe my class was 25 people so i'm just they just didn't have gotten a Combinate, yeah. you could have yeah. gotten one. Oh, well, then yeah. that was your fault. Yeah. Well, well, we didn't have locks on ours either until they had to put them in because it became a problem. I always but had locks Alex, on Even in fifth grade, Alex, I did. Alex, I thought it was the funniest thing. My freshman year, our, my friend Luke, yeah, he had a locker without a door. <laughs> you know what but for luke i can see that <laughs> yeah and i always thought he was like the coolest freaking kid because he just had a oh you must be the cool kid you got the you don't have a door, door on your freaking locker you have your books sitting in there i mean no one stole no the one's books. gonna steal a no book. one gave a crap about the books it was more the school supplies that you brought in did yeah. you have the lockers where one was on the bottom and one yeah. was on the top because yep. we always had yes. one locker up nope. to down no well, we, we had we had, the we had one a tiny little top box up, up top like yeah. that you could but it would all unlock from the same lock yeah okay. oh no not me mine was separate and well, you can I'm put your extra stuff like on the bottom two people had to share the one vertical space no no somebody had a locker on the top oh and yeah had a locker yeah on we the did bottom. oh no we had one where it was it was one like large lo- or like tall locker and then up top as soon as you would like lift up your lock it would unlock the top one you would put like your lunch box or yeah. something can we, can we talk about homework real quick just get on that that subject we need to make it quick okay yeah, sure. so uh we, we were watching a fine brothers react channel and there we didn't watch it yet but they were talking about uh homework excuses of whether or not you didn't finish your homework wow there are some dogs going crazy in the yeah, background my God. anyways <laughs> um so we were talking about okay well excuses back when we were in school versus now what do you think was something what, what did you use any excuses for not getting homework done i don't think so it, mine was always forgot or I, you know what? I, I was i was a good girl <laughs> yeah alex alex was a goody two shoes <laughs> i was i was a good girl and always did my homework but i tell you what the days that i forgot it like i I did not make up excuses. If I forgot it, I was red in the face or pale and I was like, I really did forget my homework. And I'm like, I feel like my teacher probably just was understood. like, they understood me. But I mean, you hear excuses. There was always like the, you know, 
No, I never used a dog ate my homework. I, I never t- used I that. remember back in middle school, someone did bring in their homework with their, like, not trapper keeper, but it was some kind of binder, mm-hmm. and their dog destroyed it. Okay. And said, I, like, and they thought it was funny, like, I know what, this is never going to happen again where I can use this excuse, and they laid it down, and it was ripped to shreds by nice. their dog. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I was like, I just, I re- purely remember that in sixth grade. But I never used those excuses, and, and nowadays you're thinking everything's digital. Mm-hmm. Everything um, is digital. Biggest excuse I remember, left it on the bus. Um, I might have used Most that or overused, heard that before. I left excuse, it on the bus. not saying it actually happened. That Maybe. was just the excuse. Well, that was the excuse. That's well, the thing you don't know. But the, and that's the thing, though, is I feel like once we got into like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, it was, oh, I left it on the bus. Yeah. Like that was, that became the popular thing. Bunch of BS. And it became to the point where the teacher goes, and you can't say I left it on the bus. <laughs> My, well, there was a time when I was sitting in class, I completely forgot to do it. And um, it was, we were going over the answers in class for this homework. <gasps> And so when I got my name called, I'd look at the problem and try to do it in my head so quickly. And the teacher called on me like twice in a row. And then eventually she walked over and she's like, these aren't even the freaking answers. She didn't say freaking. She's like, these aren't even the answers to the, to the, I was like, I, I forgot. And she slammed the sheet down, gave me this look like, Josh, I'm like, I'm sorry. I was irresponsible as a kid. <laughs> So, um, I know. Did you have, do you, you can't think of anything? I don't remember because I feel like in elementary, I didn't get much. And then really, we didn't get much. Hmm. And uh, no, in elementary, we did get it and I did it. And then by high school, they really didn't give that much. And if they did, I didn't do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember? Um, I think I've shared this. Wait, you didn't do your homework? No. How'd you pass? Because. Uh, we had teachers that were lenient they were getting older and so i think mm. they were less <laughs> they were, strict or, yeah. maybe not strict but they honestly my high school was not the best to prepare us same. for college same with mine and so they didn't give a lot of homework and mm. i remember in my econ class in my senior year you know i'm a senior 18 years old and he gives this assignment to make some kind of stupid pamphlet about something right and it, like with like, artwork and all this yep. bullshit and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm fucking 18 years old i'm not doing this well here, here's so i just didn't do it there were some classes where they gave us a quote floating a yeah. where you could use this on anything, anything but a zero i never had that here's the thing never alex we went to smaller high schools i understand this is that probably I went to large why we got these things where we were lean the teachers were lenient we did like the we did the grade on a curve thing uh, but it, every all, now and it then. actually depended on after we turned in our test she right goes, all right i think i'm just gonna grade this on a curve because she would see how bad everybody, everybody did <laughs> right right and then she's like so do not fail you guys <laughs> right we're gonna grade it on a curve <laughs> i mean teachers don't want to fail you they want to have you be prepared no, for I knowing feel like i this. went to some pretty good schools you did just fine whereas brett and i we went to some lenient shit <laughs> like yeah. we pro- we weren't prepared for the real world when i moved here at age 18 i was not ready my uh it, it the only mo- the most lenient classes i ever had was college yeah, I want to say I mean, well, you're you, like, paying to be there. And it, I think that's the yeah. I think that might be it too is they're like well, you don't have to be here. Exactly. You're <laughs> like, paying to be here. You only get out of it what you put into it. Yes, right. exactly. But at the same time, I, I kind of had I wish I would have done more um, in my college. I had some throwaway classes, but it was it was mainly the ones that um I, like I had uh I had two math classes I had to take. There was one for the for my profession and then there was one that was just I had to take college math. 
mm-hmm. and it was already pre-picked for me mm-hmm. and it was i think it was statistics or something like that. i had something i don't remember what it was was um, it the old guy who chain smoked no it was it was a it was a woman but she would always come <laughs> in the class in the morning and go well, brett and alex <laughs> went to the same college yes. we did um they, uh, she would come in in the morning and go what's up my sunshine okay okay <laughs> i don't remember what her name was I, though it was old lady though right she was older I yeah uh, but she she just knew that this course had nothing to do with what we were going to be going into for the rest of our lives and she go go to chapter one and we're going to do chapter one for the next eight weeks <laughs> like yeah. she knew that she's like i'm not going to fail you out of your program for this so, class so here's the thing <laughs> i wish i would have taken more in on my college degree i went to i went to college for design stuff and i'm just going to say that flat out i'm not too scared to say that um there's a lot of design courses out there and i wish i would have taken in a lot more knowledge i just i brisked through it thinking this would be a breeze uh, of, of what my degree is in and I hated my degree I wanted to go into something else uh, halfway through my program and I was just like I what I went for was video game design and those out there who have the heart and soul for video games and designing that kind of stuff do it but just be prepared that shit's gonna fail um, mm-hmm. Where whereas halfway through I didn't want to do it anymore and they're like well you're you're FAFSA is not going to cover any uh, any other courses. You mm-hmm. might as well just finish your degree and reapply. I was like, "F that! I'll finish my degree and hopefully someone will pick me up." And and uh, I'll, with with what else I wanted to do. And so uh, I just want to say, I wish I would have gotten more into the programs that I was taught, and I never. I think did. we just should have researched it more right, honestly because right, right. the way that they advertise that kind of program anybody can get a do get it. a degree in your this. in your like, field like it's it's you could all win you could you could win you could earn up to so much a year it no. is false advertising is extremely what it is. and i went to a a, a, a college that we, was, should, we just should have looked more into it yeah I went, I went to a college that was uh private and for profit Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's bullshit <laughs> we gotta go on that note let's so get the f out of before <laughs> before we uh, plug it in we are gonna talk about t-shirt tuesday mm-hmm. and do we have any shout outs anything i just want to yeah. give a shout out to twitter first off twitter you guys my, our awesome. twitter fans twitter fans all of the reposts all of the likes everything of that sort along with twitter head on over there at PTO Unlimited. I'm going to replug it in when we do our standard plugs. But uh, head on over there and you will see on the top pin post is a T-shirt Tuesday giveaway. The T-shirt that Brett is wearing right now for the for the people watching the YouTubes, you can win this T-shirt. Uh, the reason why we call it T-shirt Tuesday is the first Tuesday of every month is when we start the giveaway. And the last Wednesday of every month uh, is when we give it away on the podcast. So you got to listen to win. We don't post it on our social media who won. Anyways, uh, head on over there, follow us on Twitter, like the post and retweet the post using hashtag PTO giveaway. That's all you got to do to be entered into win. So on that note, we are going to plug it in. So just remember guys, if you are listening to us, there are other apps you can find us on as well we are on soundcloud itunes stitcher podcast addict blueberry tune in satchel the xbox one podcast app and google play music and be sure to rate us on itunes we've been getting a lot of people doing that uh, recently and mm-hmm. uh, i've been trying to push that as much as possible to get us more, get more uh attraction towards other people um don't forget guys to like share and subscribe to all that we do we thank you guys very much for everything um it has been a pretty slow week for some podcasts and us in general as well too um but uh, 
just just we thank you guys for what you do and, and every time that you do it. Uh, if you want to catch us on Exploded Radio, we are there on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern. They play one of our most recent podcasts. They at least they, they play our podcast on there. Um, and if you want to catch us live on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we are there every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you'll catch us live. You'll be able to chime in and talk to, talk to us and uh, give us uh, topics. We've had a few that we've just used as uh, like for the back to school one that we did today uh that's thank you guys very much for for what you do we have a whole list of stuff get that, that's down uh, that we're going to use as our bat catalog for for days for rainy days and stuff like that if you want to catch our videos, we are there on uh, you, we are on YouTube every Sunday night. Uh, you'll catch our most recent podcast in video form, so you get to see uh, my ugly mug and. Uh, <laughs> 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 Press the <laughs> and uh, and uh, you'll get to you'll get to see what we're talking about and uh, kind of see a little bit more of our reactions and stuff like that. And uh, we've been we've been getting people on there, uh, and uh, thank you guys for doing that. And uh, be sure to subscribe as well too. Uh, if you want to follow us on any of our social media apps, we are on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash PTO Unlimited. Instagram is PTO Unlimited underscore podcast. We're also on Twitter, which is at PTO Unlimited. If you ever want to email us about anything you want us to talk about, you want to chime in, you want to comment on anything, be sure to email us at PTO Unlimited at gmail.com. If you ever want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Lemke619. Brett underscore wings. Cute underscore kitty. It's hot as hell in here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Actually. Well, you got the fan blowing on you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Yes, thank you. Yep. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, same time, same station. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No. No, no, no. I think we're good. Let's get out of here, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, bye. Uh, bye, guys. Thanks for joining. Bing. Bing.